Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the M3 Podcast. It's me, your host, Mermaid Bree, and this episode was inspired by a post I got sent to me from a wonderful friend of mine, and I had also given them a framed picture that says, Grow Positive Thoughts. I actually gave them the framed picture that they sent me earlier, and it had a similar saying of, You can't control the waves in life, but you can choose which ones you want to surf, something along those lines. And it reminds me of a similar concept of being able to grow positive thoughts and also the waves in life that I love talking about here on this show. It's something that I needed as a personal practice to build my shield of self-protection. I think of the book, The Invisible War, and for anybody who is a spiritual practicing person, I was going to say, is that the right word? Uh, Somebody who practices in a spiritual light for their higher self, for the higher power above them. That ability to create a shield is very important. The stronger you also create a positive relationship with yourself. The Invisible War talks about the struggles that many people face in their day-to-day lives, whether it might be negative self-talk, outside influences and environmental uh, just energy fields that are not serving you. And this comes from creating a strong sense of self through self-trust, confidence, confidence in your decision making, and the ability to go with the flow. So I love the opportunity of sharing my knowledge of positive programming as a gradual educational process for behavior change involving systematic instruction in a more effective way of behaving. And I read a news article earlier on psychology today that had talked about neuro-linguistic programming and it's defined as a set of principles and techniques aimed at enhancing self-awareness and increasing confidence by building communication skills motivating positive social action actions and then also it's used for treatment of mental health issues such as anxiety depression fears and phobias poor self-esteem ironically i love that it talks about weight management substance misuse, stress, and PTSD. For someone like myself, I've come from that space of not having a strong sense of maybe self-worth, confidence, trust in myself. My shield was not there. And I allowed so many opportunities of people pleasing to take in and take control of my life and There might be some personal examples that I could share in here that for those listening, take it as you are are the listener, if this pertains. Um, But there is a gym that I love to go to and I still consider that place my sanctuary and area of peace. It's my environment to build positive practices and program myself for peace. When I stepped foot in there for a strong 
for a long period of time, I wasn't strong enough with my self-esteem and this positive programming that I let the energy of others dictate my entire day, literally until I went to sleep and reset my computer over again. And I would see somebody at the gym who honestly didn't even realize that they were hurting me inside. I would let them feel completely unaware of my pain. And then I would run home and cry and let it take over my entire world. This wouldn't just happen in one instance at the gym. I've allowed this to happen at work. I have allowed others in my workspace to let what they need to get out and not let them realize that I would take that and carry it home with me only to destruct myself internally at the end of the day of guilt and shame of did I do enough? Was I kind enough? Did I create a solution? And there also has to be an ability to just go with the flow and let it go. When you think of an example of a computer and their programming, you know, gamers, people who are setting up a video game, maybe somebody who's fixing a computer that's broken. <laughs> There's a virus in it, right? What do you do when you need to remove a virus or build a new city for a video game? You need a clear canvas. So a lot of the times my escape mechanism when my shield wasn't strong enough was to just escape and go to sleep. I was in a relationship over a decade ago where we would get into arguments and I would take a sleeping pill that I was prescribed and would pop the pill in front of him like a threat and say, all right, going to sleep now. I'm done arguing. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And my goodness, that's only going to make the virus stronger. And I think of all the ways that we can reboot and reset ourselves. I, I prayed for a way to reset myself. And the only way I could find my button was through sleep. But what happens when you wake up and the next day starts all over again? Are you going to continue with a broken computer? Or are you going to reset yourself and program a life that is more positive for you? So just examples of what I do is in the morning, that is my favorite time of day. I started this again, probably over a decade ago. But I think back to when I had my roommates in Colorado. We lived in Boulder together going to college. And uh, one of my roommates was actually pregnant. And I'm so happy she's happily married with uh, her man now with kids. And at the time, it was a very scary situation, very stressful situation in our house as much as we all were very supportive. Um, there were just a lot of things going on for these three women and I found my space and peace early in that morning. I would probably have my first class at 9 a.m. but wake up at 5. I started doing a 5 a.m. routine 
not to go to the gym because thankfully that was something that I was able to do throughout college uh, space, you know, when you have your classes and you have those hour or two in between your classes. But I was able to wake up. I actually loved watching the news. I, I really like media in that sense. And um, I don't like it from the negative standpoint, but I really liked when the news would turn on at seven o'clock on the dot and you'd get all of your talk show hosts and they would talk about, you know, mostly fun, positive, light felt things. And then also I would get into YouTube and just watch all of the media that I chose before Instagram started to really create media. And as I would build up this time, these little practices like waking up and starting with prayer, I had really gotten into meditation and prayer and Hinduism around that time, universalism especially. I truly love practicing love. <laughs> I love practicing love as my religion. Yes, a Marley girl. <laughs> and these practices came from little things that I knew gave me peace. So I would wake up and make my bed and I learned that from Lewis Howes back in the day where just that one sense of accomplishment, I would check off my first box and my task was completed of, wow, I did something today. Get out, you know, do, I was obsessed with weighing myself on the scale now that I picture this morning, but you get out, you do the things and you feed yourself information and maybe the scale gives you a sense of information for anybody just putting a pause on there. If that's going to put you down a negative spiral, save that for one day a week or even every other week if you can. Don't continuously put things in your face that are going to put you at like, like a trigger point. There's no need for that. So um, I would go in and out, figure out my situation, get my information that I needed, and then I would go into the kitchen and create my lovely, nice foam top, oh, cup of love right there, coffee. That is my comfort cup of peace. I literally wake up excited to make this cup of coffee. And sometimes I get FOMO going to bed just like, oh, can I wake up already so I can have this cup of coffee? Because I know the feeling that it gives me in the morning. And as I create that blank canvas with that cup of coffee and that clear mind and sense of peace, I am able to get into a space that I can fill my mind with positivity. It's important to do this by yourself in your own space. Our world is full of information. We're, in my opinion, too filled. We're overloaded with information that our body cannot program and process and create a filing system like a computer with everything that we're ingesting. So be by yourself. Take time and space to be alone and in solitude. Sometimes this might be a moment, a period of meditation. This might also be a longer period of time. For somebody who could feel lonely, remember that solitude is the biggest way that you can feel free. That choice and you being able to step into a space for self with a shield because you 
made the choice. So for me, it was waking up extra early just to be there in that space before my roommates woke up at 8 a.m. or so. And I found that to be my routine that led me into an entirely different path in life from being an elementary school teacher, which I still secretly wish I could be, into the amazing business owner, coach, health advocate, nutritionist, fitness trainer, podcast host, retreat host, strong lifting athlete, all of the things that make Brie are made Brie. So what I do is I dump all of that out and then I set new intentions. These could be done through affirmations, goals, reminders, food for thought that I just need for myself to remind where my day needs to go in order to feel like my favorite one recently is 1% better every day. Every single day you want to feel 1% better. So what is your intention in order to do so? Once I'm finished with my intentions, I go into prayer and I ask God for help. I have so many questions and I just wish they could all be answered. But I just know that asking God for help will come through that followed solution in meditation. So I sit with my thoughts once I've asked my questions. I allow to come in what needs to come in. I might do an audio voice note. I might write things down. I might start playing music and moving. And then that's what gets me into my next flow state. Understanding movement as medicine. And movement could be something as lifting heavy weights because I love the feeling that gives me. But movement could also be the feeling of just walking and breathing and allowing your body to feel its space. And as you are creating this self-protecting shield, think about who you're reaching out to and how you connect with loved ones. So as I move my body, sometimes I choose to be at Glute Lab, which is a facility I can be by myself. I might also choose to take a class there and be with community of people moving in the same pattern of struggle with me going through that adversity. There's a bond with that of people who understand hard things together. So a part of my programming is to reach out and connect with loved ones and create a positive relationship shield around me of high supporting friends who are also positively programming themselves. And I think of my gym environment at Ocean Pacific. I love the people that I get to spend time growing with. And these people are community evolving people who love to grow with others and know that this journey isn't meant to be something that you do by yourself as we all need to protect ourselves our shield also comes strong with the bond of others around us i finish up my day by 
praying again and pouring out everything that no longer serves me. And I think of my aunt is a um, social worker for Child Protective Services and she'll come home with some of the most horrific, tragic stories that you could ever hear. And as much as she wants to help every single soul at their capacity, there's some things that are just out of her control that she needs to let go of. And as she pours out the stress that doesn't serve her, I watch her literally dust her body off and shake her body out of everything that she needs, all the tension that's causing her buildup and that feeling of being stuck. And I know that she is somebody who understands what it looks like to be a positive programmer. So what does it look like for positive programming? I, I think of um, there's really five things that stick out to me. Um, for me, it would come down to number one, anchoring yourself. So associating an external or internal trigger with a healthier response until it becomes automatic. So I think of this as similar to Pavlov's conditioning technique and you will relate or associate something that might have been initially painful or tragic to something positive. So simple concept is a child might have been afraid of falling off of a skateboard or a bike that they don't want to do it anymore, but to positively program themselves, they will associate something with it that is a little bit more lighthearted, maybe the support of a family member or a loved one. We were talking about these shields to create and that might generate a healthier response and it will eventually become automatic. Another one is belief changing. So replacing negative thoughts or beliefs that prevent maybe you or someone you know from achieving those desires that you want. And I just think of you might be wanting the, something for your client. I think of my clients all the time for this one. And they're like, oh, I'll never lose this or I'll never get that or I'll never gain the muscle. I'll never do this. Well, let's start with changing your inner dialogue. Um, there's a really famous uh, viral post that went out, and I love this because my girl Elizabeth, she's shout out, she's the creator of Girl Gains. Um, Elizabeth made this reel of her friend and her, and they're doing chin up practices. And her friend had said, I can't do a chin up. And I go in and I butt in, and I'm like, mm, change your inner dialogue because it's not that you can't. Maybe it's you can't right now, but eventually you can and you will by making that possible just by simply doing it. So change your beliefs and take action is part B to that one. Number three is reframing. So putting a situation in a different context to elicit an adaptive reaction instead of following the same maladaptive behavior. So I think of these patterns that could be negative downward spiraling patterns of self-sabotage or you know just not being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes so in my opinion being selfish in your thought process change your perspective and allow yourself to step into another person or another being's shoes and realize what they might be experiencing or feeling because what would you be feeling if you were in their place and that leads me into the fourth concept of visualization i love visualization because you can dream up, like a video game, any world you want to imagine for yourself. And what's beautiful about it is, yes, it forms a mental image of something you want, but 
take notice of the feelings and emotions that are attached to that because that's where the real joy is. So if you're visualizing and you're painting a picture of the most positive day for yourself, everything that could go right, all of a sudden you notice your face is smiling. You might notice that you're having these warm butterfly feelings in your stomach and that right there in itself is reprogramming the emotional attachment to the thought as well. The last one is visual kinesthetic dissociation. And I think of this as a similar therapy to EMDR. So this relieves trauma by evoking an imaginative out-of-body experience. And it's known as the rewind technique. So you could replay that story, maybe saying it out loud and visually be stimulated by something else that's going to disassociate the pain of what you initially saw to the new image of what you're seeing in front of you. And I, I think of this again, EMDR is, uh, it's, what is the term of it? Eye movement desensitization reprocessing. Forgive me on that one. It's, imagine if you were to see somebody flicker a pencil back and forth in your face or they're flashing images in front of you and you are telling what could be one of the most tragic stories of your life. When you recall and you might tell a story, have you ever seen somebody kind of stare into blank space to the side, they look off to the side or they might look up or they might look just out of, of eye contact. They're not present with you because they're looking in the past. So what they are doing is they are reprocessing the images of what they're experienced in the past into real-time association. And so it's just going to continue to imprint itself into our present feelings and our present lifestyle. So you need to find a way to release these things, like I had mentioned, release this from your shield as you end your day of everything that no longer serves you, release it into a journal and set positive intentions and reset yourself through this positive programming. So if this helps, let me know. Send me some feedback either in the DMs on Instagram. You can hit me up on mermaid.brie. I also have the podcast page at the M3 podcast. And um, I also am loving everyone's feedback, support, ratings, show views. Everything is growing immensely, more than I could have imagined. I'm so thankful for you all. If you are able to continue to just take a minute or two of your time, if you haven't yet already, leave me a review, share this with a friend, let me know, you know, send this to me, your thoughts, everything on to social media. I would love to hear and um, continue to share this with our community as well. So I wish you all the best and continue to build your positive shield for yourself and become a positive force of nature. Take care, everyone, and I'll see you all in the next episode. Thank you for joining me on another episode as we learned and explored all things movement, mindset, and medicine. As always, my goal for each episode of this podcast is to share innovative tools and techniques to help you thrive and find stability with your overall health and personal development alongside the growth of the world around us. 
If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or someone you know that could benefit from hearing the important messages shared. It means the world to hear your thoughts. So please rate and review as this helps us reach more people and provide feedback as to how we can better help you. Make sure to check out our website, www.mermaidmethod.com to learn more about our upcoming events, eco-friendly products, and coaching programs. Now let's make massive waves together. 